the following podcast is intended for adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The Iron Realm, Chapter 54, Plight of the Dark Elves. The Mazari had a reputation for speed and cunning, and they were putting it to use in the corridors of Alpha One. Their lady, Kiaren, had ordered the search. A male elf had been sighted within the maze, and the Mazari were in need of him. The Mazari, also known as the Dark Elves, were possessed of even black skin and live bodies. They were born more often female than male. Their social structure was designed to serve the lady who was the voice of Lyramae. Beneath her were the priestesses. Beneath them, the warrior caste. Under them, all others. Though a female of any tier always outranked a male. This was the way nature intended it, for there was no male alive who possessed the power to create life. It was his task just to plant the seed, and that was the extent of his ability. Indeed, a male did have his uses, so long as he remembered his place. Yet within their territory, something had happened to the few males they had left, and it had cursed their seed. Though they were capable of carrying out the deed itself, and though each could deliver his offering as he was commanded to do, no birth ever resulted anymore. No birth, no pregnancy, no legacy. By the will of Lyrimae, the men whipped and beaten for their failure, and it was believed that, in time, their bodies would respond and give at last that which was commanded of them. But months passed, and then a year, and at last it was clear that they had fallen impotent, and at last they were given the worst punishment of all. They were transformed into spiderkin, no longer truly elvish anymore, and they would serve as guardians of their lady's land, vicious and witless, the last of their ambition taken away. In this way, they would live out the rest of their days, striving to meet that obligation which eluded them as humanoids, service, unquestioning and uncompromising service. It was soon realized that, in time, their race was destined to fade and perish, for though the women were the undenied creators of all life, without a male to plant the seed, to tend the fruit within. Their wounds were already doomed to dust. Even so, the Dark Elves 
were a remarkably long-lived race, and their Lady Kiaran modeled patience. Theirs was surely not the only Mazari tribe. If a second could be found, then perhaps the crisis could be averted. It was Nendra who had then sighted the first Light Elf, a young, strong male, and this news was delivered to her lady. He was not of the Mazari, but his seed perhaps could be made to serve them their purpose. Indeed, in the ancient past, the Dark Elves and the Light Elves were not two races, but one. And perhaps they could be again, this time under the terrible will of Lyrame and under the rule of the Lady Kiaran, the Eternal Queen, the One, the Voice, Head of the House of Thrall. goes astray, for if they do find Orson, they will take him, and if there's any resistance, they will kill to get him, they will kill to obtain him, for within that elven male resides the last magic capable of restoring their race. But we've said enough of it for now. It is time to calm our voices. They won't hear us if we're quiet, will they? Let us protect the tribe and what we have. Tonight we guard our brother Orson and our others from any threat the maze has yet to bring. existence. I tell you now that it is not a myth. An impenetrable vault made of black onyx, deep in the tunnels, hidden, guarded, warded. Inside are held the most elusive treasures, the rarest treasures, reserved for the greatest friends of the show. Pre-release podcasts every month 
give our greatest defenders secret knowledge of the future. Forewarned of those events yet to come before anyone else on the planet. Plus, who knows what other rare items and extras will be dropped into the vault as time goes on. For those who have journeyed in the Iron Realm and wanted more. Rise to the call. Unlock the secrets of the Onyx Vault. Your long-awaited reward awaits. Get the key. Visit patreon.com slash the iron realm and be you rewarded access to the onyx vault is a gift from your maze master and appreciation for exemplary support of the iron realm i thank you for your generosity and for your brave exploits in defense of the iron realm The Iron Realm, copyright A. Lenzo, can be found online at theironrealm.com and at theironrealm.blogspot.com. Secrets of the Maze Master, Maze Master, Maze Master. Character 8 gives you everything you need to be a player in the Iron realm setting. But if you want to be your own Maze Master too, Secrets of the Maze Master will give you all the insight you need to run your own solitaire fantasy game. Many of these rules have already been bestowed upon you in former Secrets segments, including details on armor, saving throws, character stats, and more. But one of the things you'll still need is the method for creating your own character tribe. Tonight's Secrets is one of an eight-part series, which gives you everything you need to do just that. Part 5, The Rogue The Rogue, also known as the Thief, is an expert at getting into places unseen and unheard starting at level 1, and each level thereafter. The rogue adds 4 life points, adjusted for constitution, to his or her max life points. At level 1, the rogue is skilled in 2 weapons. And indeed, a wide range of weapons is available to the rogue, excepting 2-handed weapons, which are not allowed. With regard to armor, the thief is not allowed a shield and may not wear armor any heavier than leather. The rogue advances quickly, reaching level 2 at 1200 level points and level 3 at 2400. Meanwhile, the rogue has the following bonuses to death saves up to and including character level 4. The first kind, plus four. The second kind, plus three. The third kind, plus four. The fourth kind, plus one. And the fifth kind, plus two. It is not easy to sneak up on an opponent from behind unnoticed. But if a rogue is able to do so, then the rogue is allowed a bonus of four on the hit roll and 
double damage on a success. If there are any other bonuses to damage, in the Iron Realm, these are always added first before doubling in order to give the most deadly result possible. This is known as the Thief's Backstabbing Ability, and the Thief has many ways at his or her disposal for coming in quietly and unseen in order to pull off such a deadly attack. Indeed, the rogue's special abilities are many, normally rolled on a hundred-sided die and requiring a high number for success as follows. Pick locks higher than an 85, but a character level 2 higher than an 80, and a character level 3 higher than a 75. Reveal traps higher than a 90, but a character level 2 higher than an 85, and a character level 3 higher than an 80. Four disable traps higher than a 90, or a character level 2 higher than an 85, and a character level 3 higher than an 80. A thief also has the ability of expert climbing, requiring higher than a 13 to succeed, and at character level 2, higher than a 12, at character level 3, higher than an 11. The rogue's ability of silence allows the rogue to come in unheard, requiring higher than an 80, while at character level 2, higher than a 75, and at character level 3, higher than a 70. The rogue has the ability to blend with shadow whenever rolling higher than a 90, but at character level 2, higher than an 85, and at character level 3, higher than an 80. Stealing off the enemy's person is easy with the rogue's pilfer ability, which, against an equally powered opponent, will succeed on a roll of greater than 80, while at character level 2, the roll must be greater than 75, and at character level 3, greater than 70. Finally, the rogue also has the ability to listen, perhaps better than any other character type. On a D100, the rogue must receive a roll better than 68, while at character level 2, the roll must be better than 67, but at character level 3, the roll need only be better than 60 in order to detect the sound. More on the workings of the rogue's special abilities and on the powers they receive at yet higher character levels on future episodes of the Iron Realm. Be you quick and be you cunning in the dark, rogue. And when your enemies come for you, may you stay silent, may you stay hidden, using the dark as your ally. Don't go away. Coming up next, a bonus character spotlight. The Dwarf. Secrets of the Maze Master, Maze Master, Maze Master. Part 6 The Dwarf. Both male and female dwarves tend to be stocky 
strong, and stubborn. In other words, determined allies who will not fail you in the realm. Dwarves, like all demi-humans, are skilled with all the weapons available to them, though it is worth noting that the very largest weapons are disallowed for dwarves, such as the longbow or the two-handed sword. Interestingly, however, pole arms are allowed for dwarves, as is the lance. Dwarves also have the ability to see in the dark. This ability extends roughly 60 feet in all directions and is especially sensitive to the presence or lack of heat. This ability allows the dwarf to find his or her way easily even down a pitch black hallway, although certain small details such as words on a page may still require a traditional light source in order to be seen. Because of their mining tradition in the days of old, every dwarf also carries the innate ability to notice certain maze features such as sloping corridors, sliding walls, certain kinds of traps, and newly constructed areas of the maze. A dwarf has a 2 out of 6 chance to find these when searching for them. It is also worth noting that a dwarf, through the tradition of his or her ancestors, can speak several languages in addition to Manish, including Dwarvish, Gnomish, Goblinoid, and Kobold. Dwarves are able to use any kind of armor and may use a shield. They are excellent fighters and add eight to their life points for each character level possessed, adjusted for constitution, of course. A dwarf also has excellent death saves, which should be noted as follows. Death saves of the first kind, plus nine. Death saves of the second kind, plus eight. Death saves of the third kind, plus seven. Death saves of the fourth kind, plus four. And death saves of the fifth kind, plus five. In conclusion, the dwarf character levels up as follows, 2200 for character level 2, and 4400 for character level 3. The notes indicated here indeed apply to a dwarf up to and including the third character level, and yet greater powers await. These will be revealed to you on a future podcast at the proper time. Until then, Dwarvish Warrior, remain steadfast in the dark. Ever forward, ever forward, never turning back. Tribal Matters Level Alpha 1, the fireplace room, position 34710. It's Nora and Stockholm's watch, 1 a.m. 
on the 24th day of Primaris. The spellcasters are sleeping, but possess the following spells in reserve. Amazar, Door Denial, Kailana, Illumination, Orson, Ventriloquist. Stockholm has 9 out of 10 life points, and Celeste, 13 out of 30. There's a sound of voices at the door, angry and desiring to go inside. Nora attempts to warn them away, threatening retaliation should they make it inside. Nora's charisma gives a plus one to the rule, which cancels the only penalty. Let's see how this turns out. Two dice. A nine. That's positive. Let's go on to the second tier. The second roll is a ten. Her threats are effective. And soon the voices outside fade away and retreat. Fifty-seven points for the Beastmen Berserkers. There is no further mishap until morning. And by 8 a.m. all the watches have been completed. Kailana uses her smell of illumination to aid the group as the spellcasters study their craft and as Solus presents food and water to the group for the day. At this point, the last of their food is expended, so they will soon need to go hunting in the maze. Kailana again memorizes illumination, while Amazar drops his spell in order to acquire Reader of Magic. He takes his time to examine the strange spell scroll which they acquired from the goblins. It is called Ignite, and it is spell level one. If he can make an intelligence roll, he will successfully copy it to his spellbook. Let's try it. A six is a success. <laughs> the wizard is triumphant, and the original scroll is immolated. Meanwhile, the scars on Celeste's body are slowly healing, and although she has a social presence with those members of the tribes, still, she does not speak. Most members of the group spent the day in training, although Celeste and Stockholm take advantage of this downtime in order to rest. Tomorrow we chance the maze, says Stockholm, but let us take our time today, as we may. Kana has taken a liking to Stockholm and lies down beside him for company as the dwarf recovers from his wounds. Tomorrow she may not remember, but today her presence is most welcome. Her sisters fight with Solus and Nora, heightening their skills in battle and taking full advantage of the light as they can. Yet when it passes, they continue to battle in the dark. Some roaming creatures dice to pass the day away. The dice indicate that by 10 a.m., the Mazari elves have come. They approach silently. And I see there are two of them. Do you 
remember the name of the female Dark Elf who is charged with finding Orson for the Dark Elf Queen. If you know her name, say it now. If your answer was Nendra, then you are correct. And you may roll for a bonus transcendent rank. There are two Mazari outside the door, and I will give them a listen check to hear the sounds of battle within. It looks like snake eyes, the best possible result. Nedra is not here, but these two do report to her. They hear the sounds of many within, and this may be enough to deter them. I'll give it a roll on a d6. A 1 to 2. They retreat now, taking news to the others. A 3 or 4. They shall stay yet longer, hoping to confirm that Orson is within. A 5 or a 6. They will attempt entry by any means they may. Let's have it. A 6. Stealthily, the elves work the knob, but soon find they cannot get in. The rattling of the knob may draw attention. Some rules for the group. And yes, their attempted entry does not go unnoticed. Who's there? Says Orson, hearing the sound. And a response is soon given in Elvish. Open the door and let us in. We bring news from the Lady Kiaren. The group is intrigued, but considers carefully whether they should open the door. Whatever the message is, says Orson, you can tell us now, through the door. This is not so polite, comes the voice. Is this any way to treat two of your own kind? The voices continue to greet Orson in the elvish tongue. Hmm, says Amazar. Seems like a trap to me. It may seem like a trap, says Solas, but we can't lose the chance to make a truce. Orson, do you know who the Lady Kiaran is? Well, I'm not sure, says Orson. But let me ask. Orson and the elves outside the door converse further, and ultimately it is confirmed that Lady Kiaren is the queen of the Dark Elves. Dark Elves, says Barton. We've dealt with them before. I don't think we'd better let them in. No luck for you today, says Orson through the door. Away with you. Tell the Lady Kiaren that I already have a mate, and that the Mesari will just have to make do some other way. the voice from the other side of the door. Amongst our kind, you would be treated as a king. We leave a gift for you. Whatever female has taken you here can surely not surpass the glory of the great queen, Lady Kiaren. Consider what we have said. We will return for your answer. 
After this, there is only silence, though sometime later, the group discovers that a gift has indeed been left for Orson outside the door. A small pouch with some coins and two spell scrolls that protrude from within. 26 points for the Mezari and four more for the silver coins within. Treasure Room. Before we begin, a couple of notes. The shield plus two found earlier is officially now assigned to Nora. Meanwhile, I'd like to note a third skilled weapon for Celeste, the sling. Next, let's update the level points for the tribe. 200 points total for the various chapter openings. Tracking Prey, Survivors of the Unicorn, Halfling Swordplay, and Plight of the Dark Elves. The group also gets 100 level points for the Hyena Men Encounter, 57 points for the Beast Men Berserkers, 27 for the Mazari, and five more for all coins found so far. An award of 150 points is also given for Celeste's character introduction, also for Iron Personas, Twyla, and Celeste. That's 538 level points split 16 ways, makes 33 level points each, with 10 left over, which I am assigning as usual to Len, in hopes of having at least one cleric at the second level soon. And now, the totals, taking into account the level point adjustment for high defining stats. Solus. 1317, Len, 1395, Kaylana, 1181, Stockholm, 1734, Tamek, 1108, Amazar, 1501, Iona, 2183, Kana, 1782, Paola, 2092, Bardar, 1668, Lilena, 621, Orson, 1417, Nora, 2552, Twyla, 1698, Nim, 1271, and Celeste, 
Tune in next time to the Iron Realm to discover what comes next for the tribes. And until then, play hard or go home, Iron Realm! Azari and Beastmen in the dark. I wonder what will get them first.